Hi friends, welcome back to the Creating Eden podcast. I am your host, Eden, and when I was, uh, when I was, um, yeah, visualizing, visualizing myself sitting and recording this podcast episode, I said in my mind, hi friends, welcome back to my channel, and I was like, what? <laughs> I have never said that. It just felt so funny, like I have a YouTube channel or something. Anyways, welcome back to the Creating Eden podcast. Um, yeah, today. Oh, I'm so excited for this topic topic of conversation today. I want to dive into um, how I learned that trauma was stored in my body, and I love that this, at least in like the circles and spheres that I'm in, um, I love that this is becoming common knowledge. Um, and yeah, that, that trauma is stored in the body and particularly stored in the fascia of the body, which is the connective tissues that um, run over and throughout the entire body. So I wanted to share my story on how I how I figured this out. Um, for myself, I am very much somebody who learns by doing, who learns by experience. Um, I'm not a huge like read a book about it and learn about it kind of person. I'm like, I need to physically, physically be doing it and experiencing it in order for it to, um, yeah, to really click and really sink in and, and become really integrated, um, which I think is really important. And, and, you know, after looking through my human design, um, that's, that's something that's really, um, yeah, really important for me is to learn through experiences. And, um, so yeah, it was, it was like, I had no idea. This is also like, (laughs) I don't know. It's really beautiful to be like walking um, blindly through the world trying to figure this stuff out and just intuitively be guided. Um, Like that's really beautiful. And there's also some some challenges to that. So like I really honor and value both sides of, yeah, like learning um, through reading a book and taking classes and courses and whatnot is really valuable. And I also see the importance of action and integration. Um, they're, they're both, yeah, both really important. So anyways, but I I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what I was even trying to learn. Like I had nobody share, hey, you should read the book, The, um, the Body Keeps the Score or like anything like that. Like I, I, I was just like, I don't know, I'm going off of a vision that I had (laughs) and what feels good in my body. Um, So back in 2020, when, yeah, we were all locked down and there was not much, there was not much to do. Um, The relationship that I was in was, yeah, more like we were just like roommates coexisting in the same space. Um, And my space was the bedroom and his space was the living room. So I spent most of my time in the bedroom. um, And that was when I really started to look at myself and look at my shit and who I was and tried to better understand, like, why do I act in the ways that I act? And um, yeah, take that like good hard look in the mirror and be like, what the fuck? Who am I? 
Um, why am I like this? And I think that it's really important to, to acknowledge the why um, and, you know, understand like, okay, why, why do I act in the way that I act? Oh, because I'm seeking safety in this way or, um, you know, oh, I'm, I'm looking for validation or love or whatever, but not to get stuck on that and only figure out the why. Again, it's kind of what I was saying about like learning and applying. Um, you know, it's understanding and then taking action to shift and to change. Um, so yeah, I, I was in a, a point in my life where now I understand like, oh my God, there was so much trauma stored in my body and I could feel it. So because I've been a dancer my whole life and then when I wasn't dancing, I was really deeply into the very Western, <laughs> very, very Western perspective of yoga, um, appropriation of yoga, I should say. Um, but I was very into that, like um, vinyasa yoga, power yoga, hot yoga. Um, and yeah, so anyways, I don't wanna dive into that conversation because that's a whole different, a whole different thing but um so I've always that's that's to say that I've always been really connected to my physical body um I've always been really connected to some sort of movement um and that has always been a way that I express myself um so as I was like sitting and I was at home I was still you know I was doing like at-home workouts and at-home yoga practice and um, I was just sitting in so much physical pain and my body felt so heavy. My body felt so heavy and like I felt like it was so hard for me to even just jump off of the ground like three inches. Um, and I remember like even just sitting still felt so painful and a lot of it was on my left side. And now my understanding is the left is the feminine. The feminine is the one that that feels, right? It feels everything. Um, but it was just like everything on my left side. And, you know, from doing the work that I've been doing, there's been a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of my own healing with the relationship with the feminine, with my, my mother wound, my, my feminine wound, um, and even my ancestral, um, feminine wounds and, and what has been that generate, that generational, um, trauma that has been passed down through DNA. Um, so there's been, there's been a lot more feminine healing needed for me, um, in this, in this season of my life. So it makes so much sense that I was feeling everything on my left side. Um, but I, I had an experience where, um, I, I had an injury years ago that, um, I kind of just like walked out. Like I forgot that it existed when I was lifting some weights at the gym. I, <laughs> that sounds so weird coming out of my mouth wow my like present 28 week pregnant self is like me lifting weights at the gym absolutely not but there was a season in my life where I was at the gym every day so one of the days um I was lifting these weights and anyways like my left arm kind of gave out and it I put the weight down really weird and it I think that um it like 
tore something or I don't know it, it injured me in some way and I just was like oh it didn't hurt me enough to to do anything about it um, and from what I understand now it's yes I was connected to my body but I wasn't fully in my body I was still trying to escape my body um, this was when I was drinking all of the time um, to to numb myself so I didn't have to feel all of the things that I would have had to feel uh, if I got still and got present. Um, so yeah, I had this like hanging. It felt like my left shoulder was just like hanging. Um, and I did go to physio when like throughout COVID, I did go to physio um, a few times. And then I was just like, dude, like I can do this shit at home, um, which is also my like, okay, once I know how to do it, I'm like, good, I don't need um, somebody else telling me or watching me or instructing me. I'm like, you tell me how to do it, you make sure I'm doing it right, and then I'm good to go. So um, yeah, and part of part of what he did was um, really like loosen my armpit muscle and then give me some other strengthening things. And then when I, when I got home, um, I was thinking more about that like massage and then I got this flashback of my in 2014 my ballet teacher saying all of our muscles should be malleable when you touch them when you grab them you should be able to move them and it was just like this weird flashback memory where I just saw her face telling us that and then I remembered that she would always have like lacrosse balls um, and she also would tell us like oh you know if you're sitting <laughs> and you're sitting cross-legged like use your knee to massage out your calf um, so I just like had that little flashback of her sharing that wisdom and I was like, hmm, I wonder if my muscles were ma are, are malleable. I wonder if they're like soft and you can move them. And I kid you not, like this is not me being dramatic because baby, I love to be dramatic. Oh, it feels so good. <laughs> but this is not me over-exaggerating or being dramatic. Um, the fact was my entire body felt like it was like ugh, rock solid, seized up. Um, every single muscle felt tight and so I was like oh my god <laughs> my muscles aren't malleable I need to figure this out like um and that gave me yeah a place to start so I ordered some lacrosse balls online and um I just like got to work and and this was a big part of my practice and and I actually stopped doing a lot like I stopped working out um, I really, really softened my yoga practice. Um, and, and the only kind of movement I was doing was slowly connecting with intuitive movement. And I, and I started that, um, cause at this point in my life, I wasn't dancing again yet. Um, but I started to like do just intuitive yoga flows that just felt good in my body like that just felt freeing to move and then that slowly transitioned into more like reconnecting with my dancer self and moving an intuitive movement more like contemporary style um and uh yeah and then the main thing I was doing was just rolling out my body um and I was doing it I don't know maybe four times a week 
Um, and when I first started, I remember it being so painful that like I couldn't even breathe, especially my IT bands. Um, I couldn't even breathe. Like I, I would be like, oh my God, oh my God, panicking, freaking out because it was so painful that I couldn't even sit in it for more than a couple of breaths. Um, so this was like a really, really gradual, um, really gradual process. Um, and then there was one point when I injured my knee and like, I wish it was, I wish it was some, um, (laughs) like epic thing that I was doing, but it was not. Um, I was getting ready. Um, my partner and I for Christmas in 2020, we drove up to, uh, North Carolina and rented an Airbnb for Christmas. Um, cause we couldn't, couldn't fly home to either his family in England or my fa- family in Canada. So we were like, well, let's take a road trip and do something special. And like at this point in the relationship, I had already tried to leave him. Um, and he was like, no, like, let's, let's try, let's work on this. And I was like, okay, I'm willing to try. Um, so I was like getting my outfits ready <laughs> for this trip and I was trying everything on and I got these new boots, um, my Blundstone boots and yeah, I pulled the boot off of my left foot and like something in my knee like popped and I couldn't even walk on my knee. I couldn't stand on it. I was limping and um yeah, I just like injured myself from like the way that I pulled my foot out of that, yeah, out of that boot. So, um, after that, I was like even more like, oh my God, what's happening in my body? Because I have the really like intense privilege of living in a very able, capable, strong body. Um, and I have never experienced um, I had never experienced any injuries, um, up until that point that, um, yeah, that made it so my normal movements were inaccessible to me. So, um, really recognizing my, my privilege in that. Um, and yeah, I was just like, whoa, whoa, like I've never broken a bone. I've never like sprained anything I've never had to be like off my feet for however many weeks like nothing nothing like I've broken like fingers and toes which not really much you can do about those you know so this was like a big shock to to my system where I was like oh my god what's happening like I can't do the things that I that I want to do like I can hardly even walk properly and I was like wow Um, so that gave me even more like motivation to try to figure out like what is going on in my body. Um, and yeah, I just, I just was consistently showing up to this practice of rolling out my body and, um, and then like a month or so later after that injury, when like, I really had the desire, this all like kind of is happening at the same time where I was reconnecting with my dancer self. Um, I started doing, after I really had integrated the practice of the massage or the lacrosse ball for release, I started integrating um, some ballet bar exercises because uh, I, I noticed that my body was feeling a lot more loose, a lot more open, and I, I could feel the space. Um, oh, and something that was really 
that is is feels important for me to mention is I felt like there was not enough space before I started ruling my body out I felt like there was not enough space in my body for all of my bones and for me that just goes to show how tight everything was how blocked everything was so my fascia was really tight my muscles were really tight um that they were jamming my joints together um so as i started like as i was really integrated in this practice showing up very consistently i started feeling that space i started feeling that expansion in my joints and then i started realizing like I'm really weak. <laughs> I'm really weak. Um, now I don't have the strength to support my joints. Um, so I started to find some complementary exercises. And yes, ballet was one of them. Um, and then some other like more Pilates style movements. And just like recreating those mind muscle connections um because when I when I was in that like workout at the gym phase I remember like I wouldn't really be able to feel what I was doing and I would still keep doing it but I couldn't isolate the muscle and that's because that mind muscle connection wasn't there um so that was really my focus and like I I probably did like strengthening stuff two times a week max like this was this was really coming from the intention of um, rehabilitation rather than like, oh, I need results in X, Y, Z ways, or I want to be able to do, I wanted to be able to dance again, um, in the ways that I had danced in my, um, early adulthood. Um, but there wasn't any like specific goals or anything. It was just like, I want to feel, feel strong and capable in my body so that I can dance in the way that I want to dance. Um, and yeah, so I started to integrate those strengthening things that were like complementary to the muscles that I was lengthening. So for the longest time, I was really focusing on the outer uh, muscles of my legs, my IT bands. And um, I'm like, I'm like, have dipped my toe <laughs> into uh, anatomy. So I don't know everything and all the scientific words or anything, but um, just the outer muscles of my legs. So in my mind, I was like, okay, so if I'm expanding the outer, I want to be strengthening the inner. Um, so that's what I was doing. And this was like, yeah, mostly just intuitive based on what I felt my body needed. And um, when my joints felt supported, what muscles were activated. Um, and then I had this experience where like, so this was all like, I was just like blindly following my body. I was listening to my body. My body was fully guiding me. I didn't know what I was doing. All I knew, knew was um, that I needed to soften my muscles and then I needed to strengthen the muscles that supported my joints. That was all that I like consciously knew. Um, and then I had this experience where I was rolling out like my core muscles, my abdomen muscles. And I got this really intense memory flashback of this um, really bad storm that I was in on one of the cruise ships that I worked on, which was really, really traumatic. And it took me so many years to, well, it took me until that point. Um, so I think that was like four years at that, 
Oh, five years at that point. Um, five years. It took me five years to acknowledge, oh, this was really traumatic for my body. Um, so in the storm, like we were in the middle of this insane storm. You can look it up if you want to. Anthem Storm 2016, I think, or 2017. Um, but it was this really big storm where we were in like the the depths of it for like eight hours um and my nervous system was absolutely fried from that experience i was in full fight or flight um yeah full fight or flight response for the entirety of that eight hours and it got to a point where i was so exhausted uh, my body was just so exhausted and depleted that I, we were still like in the storm and I was just like, I can't even like, I can't even keep my eyes open. I'm so exhausted. And I like pretty much made peace with the fact that I might die in my sleep. Um, and I just went to bed and I took this like one last selfie because <laughs> I was like, not that anyone's going to find my phone at the bottom of the ocean if we do sink. Um, but I'm taking this one last selfie. <laughs> um, but yeah, my nervous system was so shot that I was just like, I can't even, like, I surrender, I give up, um, I'm, I need to rest and I need to sleep. So um, it took me five years to, to acknowledge how, uh, how hard of an experience that was on my nervous system, how traumatizing of an experience that was on my body. Um, and it wasn't until I had this experience that I about to share give you the prequel first um that I could recognize that and so I was rolling out like my trunk (laughs) my core um and I had like this flashback memory of being in that storm and I just started bawling uncontrollable sobs um and my brain was just like oh, this is where I'm storing this emotion. And then I was like, what? Because at this point, I hadn't had an emotional experience rolling out my body. I was just doing it because it started feeling good after I worked through that initial like external layer of absolute pain. The pain started to feel good. Um, and now I love it. <sighs> now I'm like, hurt me. <laughs> Um, but that was my first like emotional uh, response to to, yeah, my body releasing and um, and it just like clicked in my mind like oh this is where I'm storing that emotion oh my god so I just let myself lay there as I as I was continuing to roll my my torso out I just I just let myself cry and cry and cry um, and then I felt the muscle actually release and then I was like oh, I'm done crying. There's nothing, there's nothing left, um, in this, excuse me, there's nothing left in this moment for me. Um, and yeah, that really changed the way that I started to view this practice that I had created for myself. Um, and I, I still like, I had no external confirmation that what I was doing was working, that what I was doing was even a thing. Um, I was just like, I, I'm enjoying this process. <laughs> like this, it feels good when my body releases and things start clicking into place. And 
I remember the moment I felt my knee click back into like a more aligned place. And I was just like, oh my God, oh my God, I did it. Oh my God. And like just this overwhelming, um, I don't even know what it was. <laughs> just like kind of shock, like, okay, like that confirmation, I guess, like what I'm doing is actually working. Um, so I just kept doing it. And then I kept having these like crazy experiences of sobbing and sobbing and sobbing um, and just letting myself sob and then my muscle actually releasing. And then it started to be not even while I was rolling out my body, I started to notice this pattern. And the pattern was I would be like trying to sit and meditate and my body, there would be like something in my body that was causing me to like, that was painful, that was tight, that was irritated, that was feeling like inflamed. And, and I would, um, I would not be able to like focus on my meditation. I would just be feeling this thing in my body. And so I'd be like, okay, I'm not going to try to force myself to meditate. Like, I'm just going to roll my body out um, because this is like, this is what my body is telling me to focus on right now. Um, So I would do that and I would roll it out until I felt more space, until I felt like the inflammation ease or the pain ease. Um, And then like a few days, a week later, um, I would have this huge emotional release. Like something would happen in my life that brought up a specific trigger and I would have this huge emotional release. And I started to really be aware of my experiences and keep track of like oh I'm working on my left side um in my back and for me um that's where I'm holding my like fear of um abandonment or betrayal or um like distrust in the feminine so then I would see like this this situation that arrived is triggering that wound and then I would have the opportunity to process it and to emotion to emotion it (laughs) and to feel the emotions release the emotions that that were stuck and um yeah I just I started to notice that pattern so the, the the understanding that I came to was okay as I'm massaging out my body what am I doing I'm releasing the trapped emotion I'm releasing the trapped energy and that's more so what it was it was like I was releasing the trapped energy that was stored in my body and then it was floating around my energetic sphere because I didn't still at this point like I wasn't really that conscious of energy work Um, this was like purely just intuitively working with my body and then allowing myself and learning how to feel my emotions and not not freak out or panic or um, try to escape or run away from it. I would just feel it. Um, but I still had no idea of like the energy aspect of it, um, the subtle realms. And, and um, this was my like beginning to understand kind of how that worked. And my understanding was, yeah, I'm, I'm releasing all of this energy from my body and now it's swarming around my energy field because I never gave it a place to go. I didn't intentionally send it like down into the earth or up into the cosmos. 
Um, and then the understanding that I came to was if I'm walking around with this energy floating in my field, that's the energy that I'm putting outward. So that energy is going to be or it started being reflected back to me. Um, and then I would have like the emotional release and then I would get to energetically release it with whatever situation um, came up, you know. And there was a lot uh, at this point. I was, I, I had moved, I had left, um, yeah, I had left my partner, not like fully, but I had physically left him and moved back in with my parents and I was going to therapy. I was doing a lot of inner child healing with my therapist. Um, and then of course, like as an adult living with my parents, <laughs> again, there was a lot of like inner child stuff that was coming up. Um, so that was like the most prominent stuff that I was working through that I was releasing from my body. Um, but there was also stuff in, in my relationship as well. There was stuff in my, my relationship with the feminine, but the most prominent was my inner child stuff. Um, and yeah, with every like event that happened and some of them were big some of them were small um most of them were big at this time everything felt really big and 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 really like too big to hold um too much for my nervous system uh it all felt like the end of the world every time every single time it felt like this is another part of me is dying another part of my ego is dying um another part of me being released like it all felt like the the tower card every single time or the death card every single time and um yeah now like <laughs> in the space that I'm at and even though like emotions are big especially in my third trimester of this pregnancy um my nervous system is now regulated to hold that intensity so it doesn't feel as big but at the time like everything almost everything felt really big um like big huge <laughs> emotional breakdown <laughs> Um, but I, I was like, yeah, like I'm, I'm navigating it and my physical body changed so much from, from this work. And like what I have expressed up until this point, that's, that's been like a year's worth of work, um, from the, the point where I started, um, like, oh, I should probably roll out my body because of that ballet teacher memory up until living at home with my parents and figuring out like, oh, I need to emotionally release this and um, kind of figuring out that that connection um, and then starting to feel into the energy of that. That was like a year's time. Um, so this is like, this is, this is a lot of work and this is not overnight work. Um, this is not instant gratification. This is devotion um, and consistency. I just, I love the word devotion. Oh, it's my word. It's, it's the word of this season of my life. I swear to God, it feels so good. Um, but that's really the energy. I was, I was really devoted. I was consistently showing up to my body and to my emotions. Um, and it changed my physical body so much. And there's a part of me that, um, doesn't want to share this, um, because there's a fear that it will be perceived as speaking from ego and actually, you know what? I'm going to own this. Um, there was a little part of my ego that was satisfied by this. Uh, but my purpose for sharing it in this present moment, 
um, is from a really grounded, centered space and, and not from that ego space. But I think that that little bit of fear I was feeling is the part of my ego that was happy with how my body had changed. Um, but in this moment, like it's, it's not about what my body looked like. It's how I felt in my body. Um, but in that, in that year, my body changed so much. I probably lost about 25 pounds. And again, I was not, um, the things that I was doing differently, I was intuitively eating. I was eating as much as I wanted when I wanted. I was eating as little as I wanted when I wanted. Um, I was focusing so much more on uh, putting the creative energy into my food because of COVID and being at home. Like that was one of my creative outlets was like, oh, I want to make this beautiful meal. Um, So I wasn't tracking anything. I wasn't intentionally like trying to lose weight or I wasn't intentionally trying to change my body. Um, I was I was trying to learn how to love my body at the same time, which is a whole different um, a whole different story. But so I was I learned how to eat intuitively how to really connect to my body and its needs um, and its its cues. Like if I was still hungry, I would eat. If I wasn't hungry, I wouldn't eat. And I, I got to this point where it was just like, it was not really a thing as much. It was just like, I just eat food. Um, and the movement that I was doing was just the ballet bar. And that was probably once a week for like three, four months. Um, if that, <laughs> like if that consistently, and then some Pilates, um, like rehab exercises. And that was like, I would choose three exercises, repeat them three rounds. Um, and like, it would hardly even get my heart rate up. Um, it was mostly just activating my muscles and creating that mind muscle connection. Um, and then I was just intuitive movement dancing. So there was no like intention behind changing my body. Um, this was purely a byproduct of the work that I was doing and I felt like my bones realigned and there's still like there's I'm I'm not like my body is not perfect (laughs) by any means at this point um my body is there's still some misalignments in my body there's still some things in my body that I'm working on but the the areas that were like my biggest most prominent areas um, changed so much and I could see, um, the realignment of my legs and I could feel that in my knees and my hips and, um, yeah. And I, like my body looked, I looked like I was living in a new body. And even when my partner, he came to visit me, um, we had like physically separated, but we were still trying to figure out, um, our our relationship and that took about a year until we fully closed the relationship but when he came and seen saw me uh for the first time i don't know how many months later it was four five six months he was just like holy fuck like he was shocked at what i looked like because my body had changed so much and again like i don't want this focus to be like oh, this is all about weight loss because it's not. Um, But also, like, (laughs) there's a part of me that wants to say, if you want to try to lose weight, 
by processing your emotions and releasing the stored trauma in your body, like, <laughs> that is the way that I recommend it, baby. <laughs> that is what I recommend. Um, but that's, again, it's not the purpose of, of this. But yeah, it was a byproduct. And, and I felt in my body, I felt so much lighter and not just physically lighter, but energetically lighter. I felt like I had so much more energy. Um, I felt just so much more like myself and, um, oh, like, oh man, sometimes I want to go back and live, relive some of these experiences because they were really up until this point in my life some of the most transformative experiences of my entire life some of the most like spiritually profound experiences of my life um oh just so powerful so powerful um but yeah so like i i could feel in my body and i could see in my body that the work that I was doing was having an impact and it was having a very positive impact on my body where, yeah, everything just felt better and lighter, more um, energized, stronger, you know, um, and, and other people could see it too. And I feel like my face, this is the biggest thing, my face changed so much. So one of the areas of my body I was working on was my jaw. Um, I had gotten to this point where every time I ate, my jaw hurt so much. Like it felt like my, yeah, like it was just like, I can't even chew. <laughs> I, I can't even chew because my jaw muscles are so tight. And at this point in my life, um, I... I was holding on to so much lies, so much lies, so many lies, so much deceit, infidelity, like I wasn't speaking my truth and my jaw was holding it all. So I was using my lacrosse ball on my jaw as well and I would use my knuckles on my jaw as well. Um, and the, it looked like the bone structure of my face changed so much that sometimes like I would look at myself in the mirror and just be like, I... It was like I kept looking more and more like myself. And when I fully shaved my head for the first time, like that was the first time I looked at myself in the mirror and was like, I see Eden. Like I see myself. That is who I've been looking for. Um, but my bone structure, my face changed because my muscles got to lengthen and loosen and my bones got to realign to where they actually wanted to be. And like, I didn't have like a click in my jaw anymore. And oh man, so great. But then I also noticed my eyes, like I swear, and I don't know if this is just like an age thing or, um, it's actually like yeah something like a byproduct of all of this uh of this whole experience but my eyes started to lighten like i have i have brown eyes um but i started to notice these green rings very small like five six rings in my irises um and like my eyes started to get lighter and um I just like, I looked, my face looked so much more vibrant. Um, I could smile bigger. Um, 
And this was also a period of my life where I was learning how to express my joy again, learning how to give my per- myself permission to be fully in my joy. Um, so a lot of the facial expressions that I started to make was ones that I hadn't made in so long. Um, and yeah, like my whole like my whole face just changed so much. I think there was a point where I shared on Instagram a side-by-side photo of my face um yeah like years like one year apart or six months apart and it was like so drastically different so that was also another byproduct of this um and then fast forward another year where these practices just became part of who I was and how I lived my life um they still are they it's yeah it's just it's so deeply integrated that it's this is not stuff that I have to intentionally think of anymore or um I'm like oh I'm feeling pain in my body lacrosse ball oh I'm I'm I've been working with my lacrosse ball and now this situation is coming up in my life feel it cry it cry it (laughs) cry it out um feel it move it and also intentionally now like I have a much more intentional uh, relationship with um energy and how I release energy and move energy through my body, give it back to the earth or give it up to the cosmos, um, channel it into something like, um, now I also have that integrated as well where, um, yeah, it's like this beautiful triad of emotions, energy, and physical body. So this is so integrated, but again, this is years of work, right? This is three years of work. Um, to get to this place where I don't think about it. These are my go-to things. Um, and I forget why <laughs> I forget. I feel like I just went on a, went on a tangent and I forget where I was going with it. <sighs> I don't remember. That's okay. Um, I'm going to pause this recording and figure out where I was at. Oh, yes. Okay. I remember. Um, so I, another year later, after after that, um, the springtime last year was when I moved to where I live now. And I actually, yeah, I attended a women's circle and I met a woman there, my beautiful dear sister and friend um alicia and she does body work um and i shared this was the first women's circle that i went to um in this community and i shared the most of the journey that i had just been on and a lot of what i shared obviously like (laughs) very briefly it was not i was not talking for 45 minutes the way i've been talking for 45 minutes now but um pretty much shared um yeah, this is, this is what I learned. Uh, I, I started releasing my body and I made the connection that it's connected to my energy and my emotions and my whole life changed just from this, yeah, intention of working with my body. And, um, Alicia shared with me, like, I'm so impressed that you came to that conclusion on your own. Um, because that's the exact work that she does. Um, she, and I've done I've done a session with her as well. The session that I did with her was on my like upper back, um, 
and she digs her elbow in there and she gets into whatever fascia, whatever muscle, whatever area of your body you want to work with. Um, and she gets in there and she's like very, um, very conscious of the energy work and the emotional work, um, the full experience of, um, what she's doing. So she was just like, I'm so impressed that you figured this all out on your own. Like people go to school for this. Like I went to school for this. Um, I learned how to do all of this and you, you like intuitively navigated this on your own. And I felt really seen in that and just like, wow. Okay. So this is, this is a lot bigger of a deal than I thought, you know? Um, and, uh, yeah. So that was like, that was like such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful confirmation, um, for me to see somebody who is in that line of work, who intentionally, um, knows that process to really see me in my own and, um, yeah, just to have that reflection, I felt so validated and just so like, wow, I've been doing some big work for the last couple of years. Um, and yeah, like I, oh, oh, like I sing the praises. Okay, hold on. (laughs) I highly recommend going to a body worker to hold the space for you. Highly, highly recommend it is so powerful and so potent and having someone there to hold space for you um, and, and for you to just be in that receiving is so beautiful. And I also recognize that that is not accessible for everybody. And at that point in my life, um, when I started to do this work, it was not accessible because of one, the state of the world um, and two, like financial stuff. I fully relied on my partner, um, for all of my material needs. Um, and yeah, that wasn't really like, I don't know, that wasn't something that I could consistently ask of him. Um, and, uh, anyways, so I also recognize that that's not accessible for everybody. It, it costs a lot of money, right? And well-deserved money, you know, these people are giving so much of their physical energy, their most emotional energy and their energetic space um, to, to these processes. So like fully deserving of that money and not everybody has the financial resources to continuously pour into these experiences um, and these healing practices, right? So I sing the praises to from the top of the mountain. I shout it from the rooftop the praises of these lacrosse balls and also like we we know our bodies better than anybody ever else will did that make sense (laughs) we know our bodies better than anyone else ever will there we go (laughs) um so we we're the ones living in our bodies so we're the ones that can feel right We can feel what's happening in our bodies. Nobody else can feel what's happening in our bodies but us. So um, that's also why this having a lacrosse ball is the greatest tool because you get to go to the parts of your body that are in the most pain, that have the most tension. Um, And there's some, there's like 
a few. There's been a few parts of my body that I'm like, oh, it's a little bit more challenging to to get this muscle with the lacrosse ball. And I've been in some like <laughs> really weird positions um, to get my shoulder. Like I usually do it on the ground so I can have as much weight, um, as much of my body weight like on the ball as possible. But you can also do this work up against a wall. Um, but yeah, one of the positions to get into my like trap the top of my shoulder um is like I get on my knees I put the ball down in front of me I bend forward place the ball on that space between my neck and my shoulder and like put my butt up in the air extend one leg reach one arm down like you got to find some intuitive poses (laughs) intuitive places um to to get the muscle that you're trying to get but that's also what's amazing is that like our bodies will get there eventually. Um, so yeah, like I highly recommend you can order order lacrosse balls online for like $10, $15, um, one-time payment, you know, um, and it's so much more accessible for you to start doing this work. Now, when the emotions start to arise, you know, that's where you have to take responsibility for setting that container for yourself um, by yeah, like meeting yourself at the, at the edges and, and being able to hold yourself there. Um, so if you can't feel your emotions fully, um, and, and stay regulated enough. Yeah. You don't have to stay fully regulated because a lot of the big emotions, like you're not going to be regulated, um, but regulated enough that you're not going to panic and freak out. Um, but you can, you can be still that witness. That's like, holy shit, I am going through it right now. And I'm safe still, you know, I might not feel safe, but physically like in this space, I am safe. I'm not going to harm myself. I'm not going to harm anybody else. Like I am safe in this space and it feels scary and uncomfortable and hard and dysregulating. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I like, I highly recommend, I highly recommend this work has changed the entire course of my life. And that is a fact (laughs) that is not dramatic. That is not over-exaggerated. That is the honest truth. This work changed my life and I am so, so grateful for it. Um, So yeah, if, if you feel pulled, if you feel resonant with this, um, I, I invite you into this practice uh, because from my lived experience, oh baby, it's it's really powerful. Um, and it also, um, there's this like new paradigm way of healing, which is being your own healer. Yes, having an external healer come and hold space for you is so amazing and I'm not discrediting that at all and there's also a reality to that that you're not always going to have somebody to hold space for you you're not always going to have the financial resources to pour into all of these different healing modalities and space holders Um, the most consistent resource that you have to heal is yourself so for me this felt like a really empowering experience where I don't need people outside of me to help me do this work I receive it and I ask for it when I do feel I need it 
and when I have the resources for it. But I don't need it. And I can continue doing this work on my own, consistently showing up for myself and still be be my own healer. And that's that's the new paradigm way of navigating the world is we are our own healers. And we don't give our power away to people outside of ourselves um, and say, like, I need you to fix me. I need you to heal me. I can't do it without you. Right? We reclaim that power. That power is ours. I have the power to heal myself. I have the power to heal my body. And there's also an aspect there. There's so many layers. As with everything, there's so many layers of trusting yourself. Right? It's easy to put to put our trust in somebody outside of ourselves that is an expert in what they do, right? Or that has been certified. Um, and then like <laughs> sitting with ourselves and being like, I don't know anything about this. We can trust ourselves and we can trust our bodies. Yeah, that's something that I learned is my body led me the entire way. My body told me exactly what I needed and I trusted it enough to listen. Right. So, um, yeah, like <clears throat> invest, invest because it is an investment. Invest in those space holders, those healing modalities. If you have the resources, if you have the tools, um, if you have that available to you, if that's accessible for you, absolutely. And, you know, learn from from what they do. Learn from how they hold space for you. Right. Learn from the questions that they ask you, the work that they do on your body right? Learn from it, receive it so that you don't always need them so that you can show up for yourself in that way. That is like so powerful, so powerful. Um, And of course it's like, yeah, I feel like there's been like a very subtle undertone theme here of, of balance and honoring both, Um, honoring the knowledge and the application honoring the healer and that you're your own healer um there's one other example i gave that i don't remember and i'm not going to try to remember but maybe you remember um so yeah oh this was really like really fun for me to share this story um it feels really great to also reflect like that's something that I love about the storytelling aspect of this podcast um, is that it's such a beautiful opportunity for me to reflect and really um, see myself you know really see myself in my process in um, things that I've navigated in lessons that I've learned Um, And I love it. It feels like such a beautiful, potent, powerful tool. And I'm, yeah, like I'm just, I'm so stoked on it. So yeah, it felt really great for me to, to get to share this with you. And I I hope that something lands. Ooh, I'm getting a kick to the cervix right now. Oh, Um, yeah, I hope that something lands for you. And uh, oh yeah, the one the one thing that I did want to mention that I have taken from this practice that I am carrying with me, um, like with so much intent um, and trust is that 
because I learned how to trust my body through this process, I learned that my body knows best. I learned that my body will get into the positions that it needs to. Um, my body will express in the way that it needs to. Like I, I really, really came to a place of full trust in my body. Um, I'm taking that lesson and the embodiment of that lesson with me into my birth. Um, and that's something that I'm super like, oh, I'm so grateful for. Um, this foundational work that I've done has set me up for even more success in success. I don't like that I used that word um, for, yeah, just like to be able to show up in my birth in full trust of my body. Oh, like that is so supportive. And like, I'm just going to take this moment to thank my past self for all of the work that she has done so that I can sit here in full trust of my body. Oh. Mm. Mm. I think my, my whole pregnancy experience would have been different if I didn't already have that foundational level um, of full body trust. So yeah, I wanted to mention that for myself as well, but Oh, anyways, thank you so much for listening, for receiving, for supporting, for being here. Um, I really hope that there was at least something that, yeah, that you can take from this and um, apply if it feels resonant. Um, oh, yeah. Hmm. Thank you so much for being here. Um, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> Have a beautiful rest of your morning, your day. Have a beautiful sleep if you're listening to this before bed, wherever you are, wherever you're at. Um, I'm sending you so much love and gratitude. <laughs>